Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Smash the like, hit the subscribe, and hit that notification bell. That way you're always notified whenever I upload or go live. We are live for every single Sixers game. And the live stream chat is lit with the Fire Take Nation, so be sure to tune in to the next one. Today we are back after a pretty solid win against the Boston Celtics, who stink, by the way. The tide has turned. The Sixers are dominating, and they have swept the Celtics for the first time in 21 years. And to be honest, it feels quite great. We are looking past that at this point. And today we are back talking about the NBA buyout market deadline, which is in two days. It came so fast. The buyout market, the deadline to go out and sign a guy who has been bought out with this team is on Friday. And, you know, there's been a lot of action over the last day or two. There's, you know, not a lot of top-tier names, but definitely players that are uh, are choosing to sign with some contenders. Um, we know a lot of the top dogs that already got signed. And, and by the way, I still think it's not fair how these teams and how these players can literally just buy out of their contract that's like $20 million and just say, all right, let me go join the Brooklyn Nets. Let me join the LA Lakers. And by the way, that's been the trend. It's literally the Lakers or the Nets for most of the top free agents that get waived or bought out. Um, and I, I still think the NBA needs to do something more. But nonetheless, those are the rules and here we are. So after, you know, the whole aftermath of the trade deadline, you know, I said the NBA buyout market would be active. I said that I thought the Sixers would be active. And so far, there has been no noise. There's been nothing. It seems almost like Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey, the whole organization feels content that this is the squad right here to go ahead and run it with. You guys let me know in the comments, what do you guys think? Should the Sixers go out and make some noise by Friday's deadline? Well, I asked Twitter and YouTube, and uh, here, were the here were the results. So Twitter, I put out this poll earlier today, 67 votes. Will the Sixers make a move? By the buyout market deadline on Friday, 43% say yes and 57% say no. So people think, you know, I guess they don't think we're going to go. They think Daryl's confident in this squad, right? Um, so far, I've been proved wrong. Um, who knows? But uh, here on YouTube a couple hours ago, 364 votes. It was 50-50 for a while. But 52% say yes and 48% say no. There's the disparity right there between YouTube and Sixers Twitter. But look, man, um, it's it's close. People think are, you know, some people think we're going to go out and get one of these last, you know, remaining snipers or whatever. In my personal opinion, yesterday was a great win. The bench, the depth of this team played well. They have been playing well. But depending on whether we go to an 8, a 9, a 10-man rotation, I think we still need a piece or two. Just my personal opinion, I think we can compete with anybody. I think we can go up against any juggernaut, even the Nets or whoever. I think we are one of the top dogs, but I do think that we need one more experienced type of player. I think George Hill is great, but uh, if you've been hearing about him, Doc said yesterday, you know, there's no timetable. Who knows if he's even going to come back by the playoffs now, which is very disappointing because he needs that time to develop that chemistry. So who knows what's going to happen, but I, I definitely think we could go for a stretch or at least a 3 and D player. I think a nice 3 and D player who's had playoff experience, maybe championship experience could come in 
Hannon and uh, Fafilla Roll because I still don't trust Furkan Korkmaz. I don't even know if I trust Shake Milton because some nights he's aggressive, some nights he isn't, and he needs more time and more experience. So um, there are a few names out there, not a lot of top dogs left, but uh, maybe some of the people on my list will surprise you. We're going to talk about it. But first and foremost, Ben McLemore. If you guys don't know who Ben McLemore is, um, been around to a couple different locker rooms, a nice shooter. Uh, he spent some time in Houston and Daryl Morey was there. I thought we could kind of, you know, work that rapport, work that connection, kind of get Ben, you know, steering his way over to Philadelphia. But just like everybody else in the NBA world right now, he chose either the Lakers or the Nets. And he says, all right, I'm going to go to L.A. Um, I thought Ben McLemore would have been a great target, but he is off the board. So in case you didn't see that, there it is. But here's my first target. It is Wayne Ellington. I'm not going to keep preaching on this. You know, 33 years old, nice 3D guy, tough as heck, tough as nails. Going to come in, give you 10 points a game. He is shooting 42% from long range this year with the Pistons. And I, you know, I put him in every trade video I did so far. And I'm actually quite surprised that he did not get moved given the ease of his contract, right? He's, a, he's only getting paid two and a half million dollars on a one-year contract. He's going to be a free agent after this, uh, going into, you know, 34 years old, testing free agency. I'm surprised that the Pistons didn't move him. I thought it would it would have been a package deal with DeLon Wright, and DeLon Wright got sent to the Kings, which made no sense. The Pistons just make no sense at this point. Uh, but for Wayne Ellington, a guy who's going to be able to come in, he's been playing over 20 minutes a game. He's a sniper, like I said, going to shoot above 40% from three. And he's been around the nine different locker rooms. The guy's experience, I would go. And, and you know, some of these are, are dependent on what happens by Friday. Will some of these teams let these guys go? In my opinion, I don't know if the Pistons are, are going to have a point to let him go now. Because what's the point of buying out a $2 million contract, right? Usually it's some of these bigger contracts that just are not going to work. Maybe they keep Ellington around for the young guys. But if the chance to get him was there, if he was bought out, you know what I would say? Daryl Morey, go get this done right now. Wayne Ellington is everything we would need off the bench. And I, I think he would fulfill a big role. And he would definitely earn himself some minutes. Second guy that I really like, and he has not been brought up yet, that's Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley was in the Victor Oladipo trade. Um, he's 30 years old, six foot three shooting guard. Now with the Rockets, I think he played one game, and now they're resting him. He's been plagued by injury. Uh, injuries have been taken over kind of his career the last couple years. He signed with Miami as a free agent this offseason. He played in 10 games before getting injured. Then he had the virus. The, the Heat were like... It was like a cult effect. Like everybody on the Heat had some type of injury or some type of sickness to stay out. Um, and Avery Bradley was in there. But in his 10 games, averaged 21 minutes a game. He uh, averaged eight and a half points a game. He also shot 42% from three. And if you know anything about Avery Bradley, if you remember the days where he played with Boston, great three and D guy can come right in, knows his role. He isn't, he's technically an NBA champion because with the Lakers last year, he was playing a great role. Um, and then when, when the whole bubble started, I believe he had a young son and did uh, opt out of going there because he didn't want any complications. Still got his ring. But uh, obviously didn't get to play. But, you know, just another 3D professional type of guy. He's been on seven different teams. Has the experience. The main thing is, will he stay healthy? 
and the Rockets are resting him. I think they're they're going to buy him out. Now, Kelly Olenek has been playing well, so apparently they're not going to, you know, part with him. But a 30-year-old Avery Bradley, what is the point for the Rockets to keep him? I don't really see a point. I, th I think they're going to buy him out. He has a uh, a team option for next year. They I, I don't think they're going to keep Avery Bradley by Friday. If they do, I don't know why. But if they do let him go, Avery Bradley, a guy with experience who's played in the playoffs in multiple teams, um, and, I, and I think you could, got, you could get this guy at a minimum, and he'll come in, shoot 40% from three if he is healthy, and uh, he will definitely provide off the bench. The third guy I like for the Sixers, if he is bought out, is Otto Porter. And this is definitely a realistic option. Six foot eight uh, forward from the Magic. I've always liked Otto Porter, but sadly, he just, you know, he's been plagued by a lot of injuries. He's just been, he's just been a disappointment, man. He never lived up to his status he was a number three overall pick in 2013 continued to get injured he's been with the bulls for the last couple years he's on a four-year 106 million dollar deal in the last year getting paid 28 million dollars now he puts up 10 points a game he's been shooting 40 percent from three this year um he's a guy who's been you know kind of streaky um but the thing about Otto porter you know if he is on his game and if his feet are under him he can he can guard the three he can guard the four if we're looking for more of a forward type almost like a stretch kind of that can you know is kind of versatile even though Otto porter is much slower than i definitely would have thought at this point in his career and he's only 27 by the way he he's not even technically in his prime but it's just sad he's never lived up to his role but i think he's found his new role He's found his new role, and that's just, you know, to be an average role player on a team. Could Otto Porter come in here and uh, get the job done? I think he could. I think he would be valuable. I think you would definitely have to test him within this system. Uh, but overall, you know, a solid three-point shooter this year. He's going to get rebounds. He's averaging five and a half, six rebounds a game. And, uh, you know, he's going to do what you need. He's going to do what you need. Um, and like I said, for he he uh, was in the Vucevic trade. He went from Chicago to Orlando with Wendell Carter. And there is no reason for Orlando to keep Otto Porter. He's a guy that I really think is going to get bought out because $28 million, uh, no thank you. No thank you at all. Let him test free agency next year, but let him come to a contender, man. I, I could definitely see them parting with him. And I think the Sixers would be a good opportunity to go out and try a guy like Otto Porter. Uh, at the three or maybe even a four off the bench so um i've always liked this game hopefully he can step up now i'm gonna surprise you guys a little bit that is right marco bellinelli in the in the things you never thought you would hear rb say the Sixers should inquire about Marco Bellinelli. That's right. I've, I've done some digging and I've done some searching around. Marco Bellinelli signed this year to play in Italy. He's playing for a team called Virtus Bologna. And I'm not even, I hope that's the right pronunciation. And I'm sorry if I botched it. But Marco Bellinelli, guy with championship uh, experience, played under Pop. He played under the Sixers. He played with Ben and Joel. He's 35 years old. Does he still have anything left? Who knows? But I would definitely inquire about it. I would definitely call up his agent saying, yo, Marco, how's everything going out there in Italy? Hey, do you have any interest in playing for another contender? When we acquired, we signed Marco Bellinelli when he was waived in 2018. And we went on that mystical run with him and Ilya Sova and guys like that. Um, now, they didn't produce that well in the playoffs. But Bellinelli, I love the guy's game. I really do.
When we acquired him, I think he played 20 games for us and he shot 38.5% from three. Um, he's a wild shooter, but guess what? He's smart. He had he just knows how to play the game. He knows how to play his role similar to Danny Green. Now, I'm not gonna, you know, deny that Marco Bellinelli is a crazy shooter. He's like a wild furk on Corkmaz. The difference is he doesn't show up one in every six nights, and he can actually hit off balance shots. And if you need him to handle the ball, well, Marco Bellinelli can do a little bit of that. But overall, he would be just a strict 3 and D guy. Played for the Spurs last year after he left us. Um, he signed, what, a two-year deal with the Spurs and played with them. Um, just a guy who, who has the experience, man. And I, I would inquire about him. I really would. Like I said, he knows Ben and Joe. He knows our system. So I'm on the Bring Bellinelli train back to, uh, back to the U.S. and back to Philly. And the last guy might even surprise you more. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver is currently a free agent, has not played this year. Nobody knows what's going on with him. I think he had like some family issues. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, Kyle Korver is 40 years old. He's probably slow as a snail because the last time I saw him, he was. And he was, you know, making a playoff run last year with the Bucks. Um, that people thought he was going to retire this year. Who knows? But I would definitely call up Kyle Korver or his agent and, you know, see if he's been working out, see if he's in game shape. Would he want a chance to finally win a championship in his career? One of the best three-point shooters ever. Drafted, you know, traded on draft night to the Sixers. And for the four years that we had Kyle Korver, I absolutely loved him. One of my favorite Sixers. He has the highest three-point percentage in a season ever, which doesn't really matter. That's just a cool stat. Um... But, you know, in his limited minutes last year with the Milwaukee Bucks, he still shot 42% from three. He, he's a, he's one of the smartest players I've seen. Um, can he still do it at a, you know, physical ability type of way? Probably not. But I would definitely inquire and see if he's in shape because if he can come in and hit some shots, I would still take him over Furk on Korkmaz in the playoffs just because I trust the IQ of Kyle Korver. Um who knows, man, but in the four, maybe five years he played for the Sixers, I absolutely loved Kyle Korver. Like I said, I feel like we need another shooting piece, 3 and D guy. Um, I would inquire about Kyle Korver if it came down to it. But those are pretty much my options, guys. Um, like I said, a lot of the big dogs either went to the Lakers or the Nets. Still feel there are a couple quality options, which we talked about. But um, look, I... If we go quiet at this buyout deadline, I said we were going to be, uh, I thought I thought we were going to make some noise, but apparently, you know, like Daryl Morey said, the right moves haven't been there. But at the same time, he did say it was championship or bust. He did say it was championship or bust. So who knows what we're thinking? And actually, a couple weeks ago, Daryl Morey, or it might have been Doc Rivers, one of them said like, you know, we are definitely going to be looking to upgrade at the buyout deadline. So I, I do think we're going to make some type of move. Hopefully it's a guy who comes in with experience, can knock down shots and uh, can help lead us all the way to the championship. If I missed anybody, let me know down below. Let me know what you think about these five guys, a potential reunion with someone. Give me all your thoughts in the comment section. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment and subscribe and I'll catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.